0: Hi, how you doing? Rev Fred here. So, this podcast I want to talk about um, freedom. (laughs) Uh, I'm finding it to be an interesting uh, topic to think about and to research and look into and to pray about and to spend time with God about. What is freedom? What is true freedom? What does it mean to be free? You know, and it's really interesting... Conversation to have with God and uh, even with society in whole. Like, I, I'm finding uh, I live in Canada and uh, we are supposed to be a free country with uh, rights, but like, I'm not sure how free most of us are, anyways we might be free to make basic decisions in life and about this or that and who, who to date and who to marry and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, maybe what to eat and all those kind of things. But I think it's becoming more and more understood in society in a whole is that there are under underworld control situations happening in our society that there are people who are in control of stuff that we don't even realize. And we may be being controlled without our knowledge and without our understanding. We're just walking blindly down a path that was being guided for us without our knowing that we're being guided down this path. And, you know... That doesn't sound like freedom. That sounds like control. That sounds like manipulation. And that's not what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be free, you know? And, you know, you could think of it as a societal situation, and it is a societal, it is a governmental situation. It is a a global situation, and to gain true freedom is more complex than maybe we think it is. But, you know, it's actually very, very much a individual situation. Because the reality is, if you really, really, really look into why you make decisions that you make, you may find that you're not making decisions based on what is best for you or what is the freest choice for you. But you have a pre-existing set of programs that make you always go down a certain path without understanding that you're actually being controlled without your knowledge. And it's not like, you know, know, there may be an aspect of uh, a demonic uh, control mechanism in place, but... I'm thinking it's far more uh, simplistic than that. I think it's just an environmental and a biological system that is in place. Uh, I know for a fact that we've we're born with uh, genetic memories, and that there's certain difficulties that maybe our ancestors and even the Bible says the sin that somebody walks in that causes problems could affect. 10 generations down the line. So, even God says, you know, your actions that you're doing now can affect 10 generations down the line, which means if you're doing things that are wrong, say, for example, you are a dictator or a murderer or whatever the situation is, and you think, okay, that's only resistant to my world my life, that's not necessarily the case. It could be very much spiritually and physically. It affects down the line so our responsibility as believers and and even more so living in a society that we live in where there may be external control factors trying to manipulate how we think what we do what we buy why we buy when we buy uh, where we go <laughs> all these things what we believe is wrong what we believe is right you know it's 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 not Uh, something that you need to think too much about when you think about when uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden and God said, do not eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And you think to yourself, well, knowledge is not bad. Knowing what's good and what's evil, isn't that a great thing? Isn't that an ability to be able to discern and to say, okay, I shouldn't do that, that's evil, but I should do this because it's good. It's not about that. It's about now you no longer are using God as the martyr of what is good and what is evil. But you now are deciding on your own what is good and what is evil. And you are judging the situation. And you're not judging the spirit like the Bible says we need to do. Because in order for us to be truly led by God, we need to be able to judge the spirit. So if you're into a situation and all of a sudden you feel like, oh, that's not something I should receive... When you get that in your spirit, you don't receive that. It's not telling you that that person is evil. It's telling you that that information is not what you need to receive. and So, don't receive it, and then you go to God and say, Okay, if that's not what I should do, what should I do? But that is discernment. And it's critically important for our walk with God. But I think it's even critically important for our walk in this world that we live in. Some people are going to try to manipulate manipulate you to get you to do what they want you to do. You need to know that if it's something you should or you should not do it. And you might not have the information and uh, the understanding or the knowledge to be able to make that determination. And even if you think you have the knowledge, this is the problem. This is why it was such a problem for Adam and Eve when they ate of that fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Now you make decisions based on what you believe is the truth. What you believe is the right thing. What you believe or what somebody else believes and they convince you of belief of something. And belief is also another complicated issue to talk about too because you need to know what belief is and you need to know what unbelief is and it's something you need to dig into. We need to research ourselves. We need to study ourselves. We need to go into that deep place in ourselves and go, why, when this person says this to me, do I get sad? Do I get angry? Do I get uh, self-deprecating? Why do I react that way? If somebody cuts me off, why do I get so angry? Why do I feel like somehow they're dis uh, dissing me. They're disrespecting me. When you were not probably even in their thought process whatsoever. They were just trying to get to a location. They made it a situation. They made a decision to do something that may have impacted you in a slightest of ways. They pulled in front of you. And all of a sudden, this thing comes. Why do you feel that? It's important for us to know why we feel that way and to learn to control those things because understanding that that person who pulls in front of you is not necessarily pulling in front of you because they're being vindictive towards you, there can be that situation. But even if it is that situation and even if somebody is doing something on purpose to you just to mess with you, just to make you angry, don't give them that power. Don't let them do that. They don't have the right or the permission to take control of you in any way whatsoever. So don't give it to them. This is the problem I think we have with our society. We are giving our power away so easily to everyone and anyone who c- claims to be an authority. Who even just doing something that we just don't like and we then not that turns into this attack on you personally, which makes you rile up and and get into, we need to figure those things out about ourselves. We can't be in a place of understanding how true manipulation over us from governments, from uh, society, from other people, actually are manipulating us until we figure out how... We are manipulated and how we can be manipulated. Why do we think the way we think? Why do we believe the way we believe? If your faith is not strong enough for you to dig into a situation where you say, God, I love you. I really do. I love you with all my heart. But why do I love you with all my heart? Let me dig into that. Lord, why do you do this for me? Why did you do this for me? What is this all about? And then really dig into that relationship and figure that out. And that's where you're going to get your strength from. I was having a conversation yesterday about, you know, the difference between, I think, people who uh, may get to the end of their life and God says, "Uh, I don't know you. And they say, but Lord, I cast out demons in your name. I I healed the sick in your name. You know, I, I know, I know you, you know, you know me. I don't know you. I don't. I don't know you. Well, why could that possibly be? And I think that there's an intellectual process that can be taking place that could help you to understand how spiritual matters work. So you understand from observation, from education, that uh, using the name of the Lord will cast out demons. Using the name of the Lord will set people free. And that is okay. And you may be even being in a church and walking in a church and being educated at a university that teaches you gospel things. And you understand the processes and the understanding of the situation. And you know how to walk it out because you understand how to walk it out. However, you do not have a personal, intimate relationship with God. You do not sit quietly with him and just spend time with him. You don't sit and listen. You don't talk to him like he's your buddy. You don't say, Lord, why, why is this? You, you don't do those things. You have an intellectual relationship with God and not an emotional, actual relationship with God. I can know everything there is to know about a specific actor or a politician or something. And I know all the details because I've read everything there is to know about them. I know how what they would think. I know what they would say. I know all these things. I can get that. I can get to that point. But do I know that person? No. If I walked up to them, hey, how you doing, man? And like It's been a long time. They'd be like, who are you? I don't know you. But we know all about them. It's the same thing with God. We know all about God. However, Does he know us? Obviously, he's God. He knows everything. But does he have a relationship with you? This is a critical aspect of the reprogramming of our mind. We have to do this. We have to. We have no choice. We are going to be led down a path by somebody at some point. Somebody's going to try to control us to tell us what to think, how to think, what to do, when to do it, where to do it. They're going to try to control everything about you. You're going to get into a relationship with somebody who's going to love you, but at the same time want to control you, want to tell you what you should do or what you shouldn't do. Instead of giving you to God and let God lead you down the path, they will want to say, I'm a leader. I will lead you down the path. You can be okay. I can, I can make decisions for you. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. You cannot let anybody make decisions for you. You need to make decisions based on your relationship with God. Not your understanding of our knowledge of things, your relationship with God. The Bible is so clear. There's so many fair areas of the Bible that you can read it and you can get confused in the word because it says this or it says that or it says this. And then somebody takes it out of context and somebody uses it. And then all of a sudden you're believing that that person that had taken something out of contact is true. is telling the truth. This is where belief becomes difficult. Belief, you believe that somebody else told you something and you believe it's true. That's not what we need to do in belief. That word belief in the Bible, most of the times meaning you're sold out and 100% know that the fact is that it is true. That is what belief is. Belief, sometimes the way we think about it is somebody tells us something and we don't think that they're lying. So we believe them, which is really, really subtle. And it's not really very positive. But if you have a relationship with God and you know God, you know his nature, you can feel his presence. And when you have discernment, when something tries to pick you to put uh, something in your wrist, or on your hand or on your head, in order for you to purchase something at some point in the future, you instantly go, um, No, I'm not doing that. Even not so far in the past, uh, when people were told that they had to have an injection of some sort in order to be able to work or to make money or to do something, Um, a lot of people said no. And I don't think that that was wrong for them. I said yes, because in the moment that I was in and the place that I was at, uh, I felt like um, the people with me and around me and I was connected to uh, would be uncomfortable if I didn't. So I asked the Lord myself and I didn't get a no from God. And I'm not saying that that is right for me and wrong for you or wrong for you and right for me. What I'm saying is I have a relationship with God. I asked God. He had no problem for me doing it. I know other people who have a relationship with God. They asked God. God said no. Why? Because God knows everything. He knows that I may have a pre-existing uh, medical condition or some kind of a condition that could cause me a lot of problems if I stepped into something that I shouldn't have stepped into. But I might not. And so it's fine for me. It wouldn't affect me. But for somebody else, it would affect them. You know, I, I, I know for a fact that I have a, a fantastic immune system and there's very little things that could actually cause problems with my immune system. And I know that, you know, God was fine with me taking the injections because it didn't affect me. But I'm not saying that everybody would have that kind of situation. But that's what discernment helps you with. That's what, I mean, you can know that you're not being controlled. You're not being manipulated. You just test into something. Would I have preferred not to take it? Yes, I would have preferred not to take it. Would I be limited in what I could have done at the time when I did it? And was it something that I was, a hill that I was willing to die on? No, it wasn't. I didn't feel strong enough to die on that hill. Some people did. And praise God for them because it's a choice and it should be a choice. It shouldn't be a situation of manipulation in order to get you to do what you want. they want you to do. You should be able to do whatever God wants you to do and not what they believe is right for you. But the whole thing is all about discernment. The whole thing is about making decisions and understanding that manipulation is there. We are programmed. You need to dig into your programming and realize why you act the way you do. What circumstances in your past caused you to feel a certain way or think a certain way why you eat the way you do, why you have restrictions about working out the way you do, all these things, why you are genetically predisposed to be overweight, maybe it gets something from the past where people were starving and then all of a sudden genetically like store as much as you can. Next, so, so then you would have this genetic memory that oh starvation is a very big possibility. In the next generation, they need to store as much fat as they possibly can. All of a sudden, you get a society of people who are storing more fat than they ever did before. Why? Because it was so lack before. And such lack caused a genetic imperative for us to maintain a heavier weight level, so when you had less, you would still survive. Do we need that? No. Was, did people feel that in their heart at that time? Yes. And did I then make a, a, con, a commitment or a conviction in my heart to do something? And yes, I did. I, I When I was a child, I was beat up and, and bullied a lot. And I believed that if I was uh, bigger, then I wouldn't get hurt. I wouldn't get beat up. And people wouldn't want to beat me up and pick on me because they would be afraid of my size. And I believed that. For my whole life, I had a... Internal message that was telling me all the time: You can't lose, you can't lose weight because if you get small, you're gonna get, you're gonna be um, potentially beat up. But if you're big, you're you're menacing. You're not gonna get beat up. You're gonna be stronger. Wow. <laughs> so every time I started losing weight, this internal mechanism started kicking in, and going: No, 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 no. Well, be careful. We can't do this. We can't do this. And then all of a sudden, I would get hurt, or I would get tired, or I would lose energy. I would, whatever the situation was, and then all of a sudden, I'm no longer working out. I'm no longer watching what I eat. I'm changing all these things because all of a sudden, I feel like I have to do something in order to protect myself. And it was an internal conversation that I didn't even know was taking place. And it was causing me to react in a way. But I learned that. I dug in. I spent time with God. I'm like, Lord, show me. Why am I always failing at this losing weight thing? Why am I always becoming bigger and bigger and bigger? And even if I do lose my weight, somehow it comes back on. And it becomes worse and worse and worse. Why? Why, Lord? And then eventually I I, I received that message. So discernment can so change so many things in your life. It will also give you the understanding of being able to reprogram yourself. And to say, oh, I don't want to. And then, you know, the reality is that the best thing we can do is not to judge things with our own intellect. Although it's a tool that God gives us. I know that I know that I know that what I, what I walk in and what I understand in is a gift from God because of my intellect. Because I have the ability to think things through and dig things. I can go into complex uh, conversations and pull out of that the information and the understanding that I require in order to change who I am and how I walk. It's a very, very important thing, but it all comes from discernment. So when I sit and I listen and I hear a message, I know that I know in my heart that that's accurate, that that's correct. Not because I have proof or evidence that these people are saying what they said they're saying and that it's, it's like, oh, okay, I know for a fact that I have evidence that because of this, because of that. No, no, I don't have to. I sense in my spirit that this is accurate. This is the way things are, even though they're not the way I see things. That's just the way things are. Same thing for me. I need to know in my spirit. I need to have that sense from God. This is the way things are. Even though you don't recognize or realize that that's the way things are, that's the way things are. So, freedom. It is our spiritual imperative that we have freedom. God himself gives us free will. If God... Himself discerns that we are granted free will to be able to make decisions for ourselves in order to accept Him as our Lord and Savior and have a relationship. And then he knows that we are not doing it out of a sense of obligation. We are doing it out of a sense of our own will. We decide that we love him. We decide that we want to follow him. We decide that we're going to do it. And that comes from free will. If God wants us to have free will and gives us free will, who are anybody else on this planet to say that we shouldn't have free will? We shouldn't have autonomy. We should have it free will. We should have autonomy. We should make decisions for ourselves. The reality is there's a lot of people who are powerful in this world who want us to be supplicated to what they want, not what you want. And they're going to do whatever manipulation they can in order to change things. Like even now they're talking about getting rid of actual paper money and going to digital currency altogether. And But the government is... Ex- Is taking control of that situation. And, you know, the problem with that is they can turn it off whenever they want to. They can mandate that you have a chip installed or installed in order for you to be able to get access to your money. We don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want to have that control over our lives. And they are telling us things that they want us to believe. We need to know what the truth is because the truth will set us free. The truth is that there's not a lot of people in our government, in the world government, that truly wants us to be free. They want us to continue to pay into the system that's in place so it can continue to do what it's doing to make a few people very, very, very wealthy and very, very, very powerful and the rest of us supplicated to them. That's not God's will for our lives. Not God's will for our lives. We need to be free. Truly free. So freedom comes with a cost. The cost is knowing yourself. Understanding why you react, why you react, why you think the way you think. And then working out the truth about how things really are. And accepting that you're programmed. And you need to be deprogrammed. I remember people talking sometimes about uh, being hypnotized and not being able to and being able to stop certain things or going into medica- going into surgery without needing medication because the hypnotism uh, could get you to stop things or feel things. I think the reality is that we're hypnotized already i think we're hypnotized into our understanding our beliefs and the fact that this body feels this way because of this this one about blah, blah, blah. the reality is we need to get rid of all that automatic thinking processes that are not serving us there's some that are serving us and they're fantastic you know uh maxwell Maltz, you know wrote this book you know uh, psycho cybernetics and he talked about We have an automatic success mechanism that's in our system that helps us to be successful. And you can do that independent from your actual thought process. It's an automatic system. And it can help you. But at the same time, there's some things that are in that system that could cause you problems. And you need to know the difference. Like, yeah. I think I can go on for hours and hours and hours about this subject. So I think I'll just stop now. And understand that um, God loves you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to have independence. He needs you to have free will to be able to choose him. You know, sometimes some growth has taken place in churches where um, people have lost their free will. And because of that, they fight for it. I'd rather fight now while I still have it than to wait for that time comes where our it, autonomy, our choices that we have are limited and we have to fight against the society or the government that's trying to control something when I'd rather just keep my, my self-control now. I'd rather keep my autonomy now, be able to make decisions for myself now. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. I love you. I really do love you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I hope you get a revelation from this. I hope you can get to that place where you can be still and know that He is God. And in that place, get freedom. Freedom from the programming. Freedom from all that stuff. Become autonomous. Make your own decisions. Not based on your knowledge, necessarily but influenced by your knowledge, but based on His guidance and your discernment of His guidance. Okay. I love you. Do me a favor, if you can. I would really love if you would subscribe and like and share. It would be really helpful. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.